Welcome to First Star Let's Chat, an athletic therapy podcast. I'm your host, James Gardner, certified athletic therapist, certified strength and conditioning specialist, yoga instructor, human being. This platform, for the pros, by the pros, anybody in the performance space, and beyond. Welcome here to share in the stories of professionals, experiences, journeys, learning along the way. It's a platform to connect, to network, and to be a part of a community that cares with conversations that matter, experiences that resonate, and generate ideas, thought-provoking, organic dialogue, passionate probes. Brought to you as always by First Star Therapy, Mobility Tape, Epic, and Benchmark Athletics. In association with the Canadian Athletic Therapist Association, it's First Star Let's Chat, an athletic therapy podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being a part of it. All right, in the exhibitor hall, slowly winding down from Tel Aviv World Congress 12. Sarah Mann, speaker, is our guest here. And as I just get to your bio, I just want to start off by thanking you for, for being here, for being a part of this, and then for giving even more time in coming on the podcast here to share what you're doing and your passion and all of those pieces. So thank you, first and foremost. Dr. Sarah Mann, speaker, is an associate professor in the athletic training program within the Rango School of Health Sciences at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She's been a certified athletic trainer since 2001, and she's earned her degrees from Duquesne University in 2001, Old Dominion University for her Master's of Science, and her PhD in 2010. Well accomplished, you're here to present some things, you're here to experience World Congress first time? Yes, first time. First time at a World Congress. So let's start there. How was Tel Aviv for you, your experience here, and then we can talk your presentation and and the relationships you've made with that or with the students here and the people that are here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. This is a great opportunity and just a great way to get some of our messaging out even more. So thank you for doing this. Um, I have found Tel Aviv to be really, you know, a, a welcoming city overall. And everybody that has been here, whether they are just with the Congress or they are part of you know, the university that is associated with it and just the organization itself has been just absolutely so hospitable and so wonderful to work with. And the sessions have been really good. And then also last night we had the opportunity actually to go to dinner with some of the faculty members um, and go down onto the beach side. And that was incredible to just kind of experience it from their eyes and, and some of the best things that they really like about Tel Aviv. So it's been absolutely amazing. Uh, great capture. And, and I think just sort of putting things in perspective, sometimes we get uh, a little bit of a, a misguided uh, interpretation of what things are like. And it truly has been a pleasure and a pleasure to have you here. Um, your presentation was working through interprofessional. Um, how do we capture it? Interprofessional workings, right? Like in the space, how do we share the space? Do we need to share the space? Um, Take us through sort of your take on things and, and where this interest came from. Yeah, absolutely. So interprofessional and collaborative practice is such a natural fit for athletic trainers. We've really been working in that space since our inception. Um, even in the United States, you know, our practice is basically guided under the supervision or at least the direction of a physician. So that's a natural collaboration that we've always had. 
Um, since around 2010, with the formalization of interprofessional and collaborative practice, we've really been able to serve as a cornerstone and start to evolve some of these, especially with our close counterparts in medicine, as I mentioned, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, physical therapists, nutritionists, sports psychologists. I mean, there, there's many more professions that fall into this category, but that collaboration to really encourage the best patient outcomes and work with our patients, keep them at the center and obviously include them in the process rather than just treating them we're including them in their decision making their goal setting and making sure that we're able to get them back to whatever activity it is whether that is sport or their activity daily living but you know that communication and continuity of care is really what it boils down to with our collaborative practice approach yeah beautiful and and all of the guests that have had the opportunity to talk with have talked to these major c words collaboration connection community championship sort of mindset in terms of leadership of the profession. Um, you've been at this for a while now. You've seen it through different lenses. You're at a, a very strong university in the United States. Um, where do you see athletic training potentially sort of fitting um, that you may not have seen before? Or how has it grown or changed, I guess, since you started? I think that we've seen a little bit of an evolution as far as a more formal recognition of the athletic trainer as that relationship builder. I think we've always served in that role, but maybe in a more silent way. And now that interprofessional collaboration is becoming more formalized, we're able to say, okay, that is the person that's driving the communication. That is the person that's kind of that link in the whole healthcare chain for the people that we're working with, athletes and otherwise. So I think that that's really a formalization. And, you know, we're just kind of rising to the top of that list at this point in sports medicine, which has been fantastic to see. I think that the future, there are some populations and probably some settings that we can expand more into. Uh, one of my personal interests is with the Special Olympics. And so we collaborate, at least in the state of practice that I work in, we collaborate directly with physicians during our events. We are doing all of the um, provision of care. We're doing the design of emergency action plans together before those events happen. And we are really looked to as the experts among that team as athletic trainers with those physicians in order to support the athletes and move all of those things forward. And again, just that collaboration piece between there has been good, but I think that we can expand that to other games, not only in my state, but across the country. Mm. And it was actually really refreshing here to hear how the Special Olympics in Israel have been expanding over the last couple of years and the collaborations that are happening with physios and other entities to support that population has been tremendous. Yeah, and sort of off the record, I think we sort of touched on it this morning as we passed by each other and sort of this idea of a liaison or a hub or an advocate for the patient, right? Like this is the role of the ATC, the athletic trainer, the athletic therapist, um, potentially one of the roles anyway, to advocate and advocate in a way that isn't territorial. It's uh, trying best practices, best care. And that does come from a collaborative approach. Absolutely. And you mentioned advocacy and it's so important for that patient care and for any population that we're working with, but it's also important as an athletic trainer and athletic therapist to advocate for our roles and responsibilities and be able to say, these are where they're complementary. Here's where some potential boundaries could be, but how do we operate in a space that is still collegial and respectful of all of that? Yeah, amazing captures. And I think they like, just putting it into sort of like academic speak, I don't really enter that world. So my, my language is a little bit different, but really capturing that idea of um, a formalized vision of what this profession can be. And, and for me being here, listening to some of the world leaders, uh, yourself included, but where the profession is, where it can be, 
and then feeling the energy of a new profession here in Israel sort of sparks a little bit in me for sure. Did you feel that the energy here as uh, Israel gets on board? Yeah, absolutely. I have felt that. And it's really nice to see how energized they are. And they're, I don't want to say, you know, that they're nervous, but they're, they want to make sure they're doing the right things. And it seems very much, you know, nobody has a, a strict playbook on how we accomplish this profession, right? I mean, we're not a very old profession in North America ourselves, but, you know, they can have a little bit of guidance, but it's nice to see that they're making it fit for them and to really have that vision of where they want to be and how to get there and starting to pull this in. I think the fact that they wanted to host this is such a tremendous step towards accomplishing that. And so I give them a lot of props for for taking those steps and being like, yeah, we're on board. We want to do this and we're going to do it right. Yeah. And, and what great hosts they've mm -hmm. been. The food has been amazing. The culture, um, again, the engagement with the students and, and the faculty here has been uh, phenomenal on my side. Um, takeaways from the World Congress for you. You presented, you have some interaction with the other presenters. Uh, did you hear anything new? Did you experience something you didn't know you were going to experience in terms of uh, learning or or that collaborative approach, that collegial approach with with the other professionals here. Yeah. I think a couple of my takeaways were that, you know, we're all talking about similar things, but we're not necessarily using the same language, mm -hmm. even things such as interprofessional collaborative practice. Right. We heard everyone say teamwork. We heard them say the healthcare team, the sports medicine team. Um, somebody yesterday even called it the matrix, which was a very interesting way to describe their sports medicine right. team. Right. But in reality, everybody was describing interprofessional and collaborative practice. So that was really eye-opening to me to say we actually are we have that base language there. We just need to link it together a little bit stronger. And I think also just to see with the students, the not that I was necessarily surprised, but wow, the questions that they've asked, especially during the session that Laura Kunkel and I did earlier. I mean, really good questions, really good thoughts. And um, also I think that the presence of AI, I probably shouldn't be surprised about this, but um, the AI, the number of times that that has come up mm -hmm. and um, just kind of how that can fit into sports medicine and education, it's been a really interesting lane to go down that I hadn't really thought about. Yeah, and presentations in tech and tech advancement mm -hmm. and uh, um, and your 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 presentation on, on this interprofessional and collaborative approach. And, and then we have, you know, uh, uh, advances in care techniques from some of the exhibitors and then we have acute dislocations and best practices and that so a really wide variety of topics covered and really showcasing the profession itself um, and, and you kept saying sort of the, this natural fit but naturally I think the timing of your presentation sort of captured everything everybody was saying and there's something really really poetic about that maybe um, but the timing of it hosting you towards the end um, and being able to identify that everybody is saying similar things and there's the capture of it so I mean really really well done in terms of the work that you've done to this point and um, and in pushing the profession forward I'll just wrap up there because I know it's late in the day I know there's probably a couple things you need to get to do we need to get to do before things wrap up but um I'll leave you with the final words. Any sort of final takeaways on the profession or um, your experience here so far at World Congress and where you want to leave it? Um, just that this has been a really wonderful opportunity to even come to Israel and experience this and see what they're doing to progress our profession. And I can't wait to see the global collaborations that come out of this. And, you know, just connections with our partners have been so tremendously worth it. And it's, it's worth the flight over in order to experience all of this firsthand. Really, really appreciate your time. Thank you for stopping in. And, and for those listeners that didn't make it here, hopefully we've captured some of that for you back home and you can get on board next time uh, as we get to World Congress number 13, wherever that may be. Um, but again, connection, collaboration, 
championing this profession through whatever you do with passion and, and really driving it forward. Um, Sarah Mann, speaker, Duquesne University. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I'll let you say goodbye to the audience and we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, thanks everybody. It's been wonderful to chat with you and enjoy the rest of the Congress. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this community. Check us out online, firststartherapy.com. That's F-I-R-S-T-A-R therapy.com. Or email us with feedback, consult at firststartherapy.com. C-O-N-S-U-L-T at firststartherapy.com. On Instagram at firststar.therapy. And our podcast host at letschat.at. This is First Star Let's Chat, an athletic therapy podcast.